Welcome to the audio version of Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, the weekly live podcast covering everything Comic Con, con culture, and all the surrounding stuff and nonsense in pop culture. This is season four, episode 38, recorded on Sunday, the 7th of May, 2017, and we were going to be joined by our special guest this week. Uh, we almost count our blessings, as we had a lot to talk about this week, including the first round of emails regarding Hotel Apocalypse, various off-site events occurring at this year's San Diego Comic-Con, and the highlights of this year's free comic book day. Please support Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, by donating to our Patreon account. Head to patreon.com slash Englishman SDCC. Hello there. How the devil are you? Welcome along to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Lennon Sultana, and uh, we are 10 weeks and three days away from San Diego Comic Con. Um, it's proving to be a lot of news coming out of uh, various quarters as we get closer and closer. Uh, we covered a lot of it last week as we really kind of ramped up, especially when it came to Hotel Apocalypse. Um, we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about that in a second. Uh, we also were going to be having a special guest on. Um, I am keeping a close eye on my emails and on my uh, sort of uh, private messages because uh, we were hopefully going to be joined by Christopher Butcher, who is the head honcho of the Toronto Comic Art Festival. I wanted to talk, him, talk to him about what it's like to put on such a prestigious event like TCAF, um, about the... Um, the, the stresses and strains and highs and lows of uh, putting on such an event. It takes place next weekend, and uh, it was going to be a nice little uh, warm-up for that particular event. However, he hasn't kind of, he's kind of gone radio silent. He reshared and he kind of let everyone know that we were going to be having a chat with him uh, today. But, uh, yeah, we you never know. He may just jump in at any point. So prepare yourself. It could be one of those kind of shows today. Uh, joined by my usual and partner in crime, we have Alyssa Franks from the Friends of Comic-Con Forum. How, have you, how are you, Alyssa? Oh, this has been a crazy, absolutely crazy week. <laughs> I, you know, it, just uh, Reddit, um, doing just Hotel Apocalypse, trying to manage the exchange. Um, speaking of that, I just want to give everybody a heads up that the exchange is open for new forum members um until later on tonight so if you've registered this week you can still register and be available for the exchange next week uh, that happens tomorrow Excellent. oh joy it doesn't end <laughs> it doesn't does it no uh yes of course um round two of the emails go out tomorrow so fingers crossed for everybody best of luck um it's uh i mean we, well let's just dive straight into it then hotel apocalypse round one uh, uh, the emails, I mean, we talked about it last week um, to some degree, but it, obviously we weren't able to do, cover it too much until we actually started having emails going out so we could actually talk about the response. Um, now, obviously, we can't go into too much detail because at the end of the day, the numbers that we can talk about are objective. Uh, it's all down to just the people who talk about the hotel apocalypse on the forum. But what was the reaction on certainly Monday, Tuesday, when emails started um, uh, coming in? 
I have to th say that there was a lot of disappointment that people didn't the people the people who didn't get emails were were feeling and I completely understand that um, it seemed as though that that only the earlier people got notified I'm you know the people who got their submission in within a minute to a minute and a half two minutes um, which which means that there's a, a huge amount of people and uh, responses, emails yet to go out tomorrow. I think the San Diego um, unofficial blog had it at 25% went out last week. So we're I'm kind of getting everybody ready for 75% more emails, um, the remaining 75% to happen on Monday. Um, so I yeah, think- I mean, I, I, from, the, I, from what I can gather from uh, the various examinations that I've been doing uh, it's looking like we it's the confirmation emails that will go out tomorrow and then over the course of the following week people who have been denied rooms will start to hear because uh, people you apparently we will be hearing whether you've got a room or not so it's not a case of you've heard um, positive news and total silence you will actually hear if you didn't get a room this time around as it happens though it's more a case of getting not getting a room that you wanted there are or will be plenty of rooms still available mission valley coronado island that kind they of thing said it, my remembrance they said last year that they would notify everybody and i never got a notification really so, you know and yes i did check my spam filters uh yeah i'm good at yeah. i'm good about that so i take that with a grain of salt but i will say that on peak seems to have been better about um, their customer service. They seem to be giving more consistent answers. Um, if, chime in if you did not experience that, but that's what I've, that's been my feeling about how things have been going forward. Well, yeah, absolutely. The Q&A is open on the uh, YouTube channel now, so please do jump in with any of your comments and questions. Uh, if you did get an email, how did you do? Was it the hotel that you requested? Um, what was your timestamp? Um, do let us know if you did, or if indeed you're uh, still waiting. Indeed, we've got Craig Linders, uh, did not get an email. Tomorrow's the day, wife says this is killing her budget planning. I totally understand and appreciate that. Um, so yeah, uh, please do uh, jump in uh, with the Q&A and let us know how you have done uh, with uh, today's, uh, with uh, last week's um, first round of uh, email. Andre White, uh, I logged in at 9.06, so I'm doomed. Um, for a downtown, possibly, possibly, but uh, who knows? At this point, it really is. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's a little bit more up in the air. I, I think the process was smoother, but it's now a case of just how they organise it. We still don't have too much in terms of background. Yes, Alyssa. One one thing that I did hear on the forum was that uh, somebody spoke with On Peak and they said it was arbitrary with uh, regards to whether or not you got notified last uh, Monday or are getting notified tomorrow. But there seemed to be a clear delineation with regards to um, uh, downtown, you know, that minute and a half timestamp that I was talking about earlier. Um, so you may indeed get a downtown hotel. They may have held some hotels out. For example, we haven't heard anything about the Pendry. Um, no, I, I. Do you know what? I still think that's either a staff or a guest one. Yeah. I genuinely believe because it's close enough for people to get to. It's nicely um, swanky enough for guests. It's out of the way because uh, I think um, while 
artists in the past have been um, traditionally been put in the Manchester Grand Hyatt. I think it's still too far of a walk for artists to. It is quite a distance from that. You know, it's not like first thing on the morning to come from that hotel. I think the Pendry. It's straight down the road. It's you know. It, I think it's a little bit more easier of access. I I personally think it is more of a uh, a special guest thing, but. No, that makes it, that makes sense, and it very well could be. But the point being is that we haven't heard from. Uh, I think there's one other hotel. I don't remember specifically what, but also all of those people who had two roommates and the second, you know, both of them applied, and they so they took one of those. They both got a downtown hotel. They took one of those reservations. That reservation is now available for the people on the eighth. So it may end up being that people um, from a minute thirty um on to you know two or three minutes are able to get a downtown hotel is because there's that so many sense. That makes being sense. back into the pot so sure, sure sure well i mean this is what the this two-week period is all about it's about shuffling everybody about and getting everybody the rooms that they would like and if not the rooms that are available so no it makes sense um also that business of uh 25 makes a little bit more sense as well but, um, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm absolutely scared about what's going to happen tomorrow. I hope I'm scared needlessly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll soon find out. Um, like I said, the, um, the 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 swap is up and running on Friends of Comic Con forum, which I might as well just very quickly uh, show you because uh, um, it was announced over the course of the weekend that the Friends of Comic Con forum site has had a bit of a a revamp as you can see here so um we've got all sorts of uh, bits and pieces the front uh, of the site is now um being uh, revamped uh, i'm thinking i'm recognizing the theme by the way um but uh, you know you you may or may not be the first person to have said this to me um i did not <laughs> i did not recognize that other people had been using this theme however it is the the easiest thing to yeah. um just walk into um i, I, I paid for mine <laughs> <laughs> well this one there we was, go. yeah was not a paid fee. so yeah there we go yeah okay so there's all sorts of bits and pieces on there of course which you can uh, check and of course head to the forum to uh, find out what's going on there um in terms of um what else were you going to talk about um well, we can talk very quickly about um, a couple of uh, things that did get announced this week. Uh, certainly on Monday, uh, there was the announcement about the Eisners, uh, which I, I do have a post up on uh, an Englishman in San Diego. Certainly because of the uh, the focus of my site, I did concentrate on the Brits. Um, we have a, a fair number that uh, is up for uh, Eisners this time around. Sean Phillips, uh, Dave McKean. Dave McKean, if he doesn't win the Eisner this time around, I'll be stunned. Because it, it it's be, he's been nominated for uh, Black Dog, The Dreams of Paul Nash, which I saw the live performance of at Lakes last year. Good God, it's a emotional sledgehammer. It's an incredible piece of work, and if he doesn't win for it, I'll be stunned. Um, Tom Gold has been nominated for uh, Best Graphic Album for Mooncop. Uh, he's also been nominated for Best Writer, Artist, and Best Lettering, so I'm expecting him to walk away with at least one of those. And also, Zenab Akhtar from Leeds uh, has been nominated for Critical Chips, which is a, um, a, a comics-related periodical and journalism. 
I'm hoping that she wins that. I think that'd be rather cool. Uh, as it happens, also, uh, first-time nominator, uh, John Davis-Hunt, who's also the guy behind, as you can see on screen there, the um, uh, logo for the UK attendees uh, this year. Uh, he's been nominated for Best New Series for is the artist for Clean Room. Fingers crossed for him. But there's, I mean, the, 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 this has been one of those years looking through the nominations where I'm absolutely stuffed. For some of them, I have no idea where on earth they could go. Best Continuing Series, Astro City with Kurt Buizek. Uh, Mighty Thor, Jason Aaron uh, and Russell Dalterman. Uh, Paper Girls, Saga by Brian K. K Vaughan. I can expect Brian uh, BK to be up on stage because either of those two could win. Best New Series, Black Hammer, Clean Room, Faith, Mockingbird. Just incredible stuff. Um... Yeah, just the, the, there's some which I just cannot pick at all. Um, if we go down to like the, the ones, I mean, the, the one that I'm desperately hoping doesn't win is Max Landis, but that's more of a personal thing <laughs> against Max Landis <laughs> from Best Writer. Uh, but you've got Ed Brubaker in there, you've got Jeff Lemire, you've got Brian K. Vaughan, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Kane for Mockingbird. Um, I could suspect that Mockingbird could tip that more as a protest vote maybe who knows because she did um she has been uh, on the receiving end of that um i just there's some there's some categories here i just can't can't pick at all does um usually, does the uh, icebergs usually happen on the um friday night is that why friday night yes okay. yeah yeah, they, I, it, it, it takes place friday night in the indigo ballroom um it's something that we constantly uh push here as an off-site because it is free of charge um basically the great and the good of the comics world not just the current talent but from all of uh, comics legacy is in one room admittedly they're behind a bit of a gated section and they're eating slightly better than you but um it, you can sit at the back and it is the oscars of the comics industry it's free of charge to enter and i really always recommend it and so, i remember why i wasn't i had promised myself that last year i would attend and funko fun days was on friday is on friday night <laughs> and that one yes out. you're not you're, you're not the only person to say it uh okay. corgi commander i need to finally attend that award show um corgi, you and i we're gonna do it this year because i'm not going to fun days i won't do it <laughs> I, so you and i will go in we'll go to I, the eisners and leonard you'll join us right of course, of course. Okay. Um, I I usually get somebody to hold my Hall H seat, and I. But then again, I might not be doing Hall H year, this year. I might not have my Saturday badge. So, who knows? Who knows? So, no, that it, it, it's a hell of a setup. Setup. Do head to an Englishman in San Diego .com. It's one of our featured posts on the Eisners this year. It is very much a recommended uh, event to go to, even if it's a case of just taking, you you taking the load off. On a Friday, uh, and just seeing this incredible amount of talent being recognised up on stage, and it's always—it's what started Comic Cons, comic book writers. Pretty much, pretty yeah, much. Um, when <laughs> yet to be here, yet to hear about what the um, Eisner, the Spirit of Industry Award nominations are this year. So we've yet to find out which, which comic book stores have been um, uh, nominated. We are going to talk about comic book uh, stores in a bit as we talk free comic book day. We'll get around to that in a minute. And we have not heard so, about press. There's a lot of people who are still waiting on press notifications. 
Um, I, from what I can gather, from what I can gather, the uh, when you apply for press, um, you it, it does say on there you there's eight weeks of assessment. There's an eight week turnaround until you get your badge. People are getting very strict turnarounds on that. It's it's bang on the eight weeks. Uh, so if you mm -hmm. if you didn't submit if you submitted a little bit later perhaps you're gonna you're gonna have to wait. It's as simple as that. They are being very specific and they are working through as the um, the the submission date went. So bear with it. it. It's not happening all in one go. But no, people are starting to receive their um, press badges. I know the unofficial blog received theirs. I think they got theirs in relatively quickly. Um, I think the the the, uh, the forum didn't. Haven't you received a couple? Um, I've received my confirmation. The rest of my team has not. Um, yeah. Yeah, but they 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 smell. So you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're the boss. You're the boss. The minions can wait. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I, I'm not quite sure what happen with that I'm sure that we are being processed in order we did not get um, our application in for a, at least a week after it opened so I'm sure that there are plenty of people ahead of um, my team for um, for the press yeah. thing yeah right okay let's see what else we've got here um, other things yeah well let's talk about other news that did come out this week as well uh, in terms of um, off-site uh, we've got um, some bits and pieces that have come in. Um, we've got ourselves news from Adult Swim about the uh, the Rickmobile, uh, which is going to be coming to San Diego Comic Con as part of the Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> it's it's a mobile store for um, uh, Rick and Morty fans, and it's doing a national tour. Uh, it's in Atlanta uh, next weekend. Um, at um, little five points, but uh, it will be making its way round to San Diego for uh, the convention uh, for uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con. There you go. If I can, uh, just if I just click on this, what happens if I actually will I get a, a pick the picture up on screen? I'm hoping it will. There you go. It's a store <laughs> that's mobile and is Rick shaped. It's the Rick Mobile. You know what? I'm not even following them. That gets sorted. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> why am I not following them on uh, on uh, Instagram? So there you go. Um, that is, um, if you are a Rick and Morty fan, that's going to be doing the rounds. Um, don't even trip road trip. So there we go. Um, another thing that's been announced, but this is D23, but people have been saying that perhaps it could be showing up for um, San Diego Comic-Con, which is... Uh, a dive into Scrooge McDuck's money bin. Uh, this is off the back of uh, the reboot of DuckTales on Disney XD. Um, they've recreated a life-size version of Scrooge's legendary money bin, which is gold coins which you can dive into. Which, just, it's fun. I mean, admittedly, the people I've shown that to, they've just gone, yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> so you may be seeing that in the car park at... Uh, around the back of Petco. Who knows? Uh, but that would be an ideal place to have that. Better throw the kids for half an hour. We've heard a fair amount about the Game of Thrones musical at San Diego. Have you heard anything about that, Leonard? Uh, was that a sly um, segue? Is that no. What it is? No. Oh, fair no. enough. No sly right. segue. 
just uh, talking. No slice segue. <laughs> just talking um, off sites. Enough. Okay. Yes. The I was going to do this at the end actually, but uh, I'll do it now. Uh, the um, Game of Thrones is taking place on Thursday through Sunday. They're doing eight shows. They're currently touring at the moment, um, and they're going to be bringing the performance to. Um, as it happens, oh, I've, I've got a, a bit of a freeze now. Uh, everything's kind of frozen. Your end, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, yeah, the Game of Thrones musical sounds to be quite interesting. Um, I was actually thinking about getting tickets for it, um, just because well, I like kind of wacky stuff like that. Yeah, um, as it happens, um, holding a competition on uh, an Englishman in San Diego, which is open right now until uh, midnight on Saturday, where somebody can win uh, two tickets to any one of the performances of San Diego Comic-Con, which basically means, say for example, you've got your um, Funko Fridays, so that's all sorted out. You've got uh, a meetup on the Thursday, that's all sorted. Um, but you, you find yourself at a loose end on the Sunday. Well, you can allocate the uh, tickets for that. So, uh, yes, we are giving away uh, a pair of tickets. If you head to anenglishmaninsandiego.com, I think it's one of our featured posts, or certainly uh, I think it's on uh, in the uh, competitions tab, you can win a ticket uh, to this uh, thing. Um, the trailer looks particularly fun, um, it, because there, there is a trailer on the post for the San Diego shows. It looks like a giggle, um, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, there's the possibility that I'm going to try and get to one of the shows as well. So, yeah, I, I, I'm up for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Thrones the Musical. Yeah, if you do get tickets, let me know, because I'd be interested in doing it too. Also, there seem to have been some um, uh, questions about the Conan, whether or not Conan was going to be there Wednesday. Um, um, from what I can gather, and this is off the, un the unofficial blog, did a bit of inquiry, or certainly... Um, uh, uh, Got Girl, um, Got Girl SDC, uh, who uh, writes for the unofficial blog. Uh, she contacted them. She was actually the first person to spot that, that uh, outside the Spreckles Theatre, uh, there was a banner stating that Conan will be uh, coming to uh, San Diego again. Uh, what they've done, or what they've uh, uh, found out, is what they're going to be doing is um, filming the shows um, the day before. Um, so it's Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, there isn't a show on air i believe on the friday so i believe it goes thursday friday let me get this right wednesday thursday wednesday thursday saturday sunday whichever um but yeah the the, the yeah it's it's back it, and it's going to be four days worth so um yeah um there seemed to be some questions about whether or not it was going to be happening on the Wednesday. Um, they were going to be filming on Wednesday, um, which is pre preview night, um, which be the reason why I paid attention to it is because it, it, it um, happens. People have to line up at the same time when they're traditionally at the forum meetup breakfast. Well, so. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. If you get yourself your tickets through IOTA, that lining up nonsense. You can even show up an hour, hour and a half. Admittedly, if you're wanting really good seats, then obviously you do a little bit of uh, uh, time uh, invested in uh, queuing up a little bit early. But the lines that were made up last year for Conan were for the standby seats. 
the ones that have been cancelled, the ones that have been returned. And yes, those lines were particularly mental. Um, they were starting 24 hours the, the day before. Um, yeah, I mean, admittedly, maybe it's because we don't get Conan here in the UK. I don't see <laughs> the massive appeal of queuing up for Conan tickets to that extent. But um, who knows? Who knows? Uh, people who have gone have told that, that it was just so much fun. Uh, Andre White, I got into Conan last year uh, for one show. Ah, Corgi Commander is saying it's for the Conan pop. It's all about priorities, dude. Um, uh, so, yeah. yeah um, I'll find out it's for me. I'm done. I'm yeah. done with that. <laughs> Scott Clulu did Conan last year, too, and it's fun. Excellent stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you did uh, go, by all means, uh, a, a pocket review on the, uh, uh, on the YouTube. I, I did go um, one day last year, thanks to one of um, the forum members. And it is fun seeing, being in the audience and seeing the show. Um, that's I, see the whole yeah. hype and, and lead up to it and what people do during commercial breaks and, and all of that. So that's, that's interesting. And it yeah. is. Fun. I mean, I, I'm saying all of this. I, I did. I've never done um, the uh, blah, the other offsite. The other big offsite. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the the um the Woodstock. Um no no not that one. Um, at the Children's Theatre, which by the way is back this year. Oh. Um, Zachary Levi's thing. Nerd HQ. Why can't I remember? Nerd HQ, of course. Um, I'd never, I hadn't done Nerd HQ uh, before last year. It was the first time I'd done it, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. So you know, um, I can't say anything until I've actually done it. So people are turning around and just typing Nerd HQ at me now. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Shame, I absolute shame. You're damn right. Are it's you been, going? It's been a long week. Is anybody going to HopCon on uh, preview night, Wednesday night? Anybody um, else? I'd like to know if people are for this because um, uh, this sounds interesting. Admittedly, um, you're only going to be getting a number of the celebs involved uh, when it comes to the Woot stock, which also is up for grabs at the moment. The, the tickets are open for Woot, Woot stock at the moment. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, How can I know? Mean, I'd be curious to see if anyone's actually got badges for that. But um, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun as well. I do. It was the free food that got me. That was, <laughs> you know, the different beers was good too. You know, obviously, a you know bar, but food was and fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Um, Andre White's HopCon, never heard of it. It is actually on our off-site calendar on an Englishman in San Diego. Um, but, um, yeah, it's um, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, tell you what, I might even just pull that up now. And, uh, uh, park Connection, while you do that, Park Connection says, I'll be in line camping out for, for Hasbro. Oh, preview night, camping out for the next day. I was going to say, because a lot of people go to preview night and then um, go over to HopCon for after. Um, because I think it, it doesn't start till later. So, and it is a bar, so it's open past nine. Yeah. Well, hot, well, uh, let me just um, bring this up so people can see. 
that one right uh, so this is our off-site calendar and if i bring up uh, hopcon which is on the uh, the first day ah come on you there we go so um it is a celebration of the Drew Curtis, Will Wheaton, uh, Greg Cock, Stone Farkin Wheaton um, Quinennial, uh, which is all five versions on tap of uh, the Woot Stout, which they brew. Um, it's a sample of full vertical. Uh, we are taking over the entire Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens, which, by the way, even if this wasn't going on, I would recommend you going that's a hell of a place it's a brilliant location um liberty station for the celebration will be hosting a blast from the past from the best drafts collaborations and creations from yesteryear uh, not to mention three custom casts of this year's um uh woot stout that's available your 75 dollar ticket includes 15 three ounce beer samples five of which are woot stout the opportunity to sample the full five-year vertical a camera commemorative uh hopcon glass Gourmet, gourmet food stations with unlimited tastings. There you go. That's what she, the, Alyssa was on about. Unlimited plays at Mike's Hopcade, photo booth, uh, Cheerios for dessert, and lots of geeky good times. Um, no special guests have been announced as yet, but there is also the Mike's Hopcade as well. So there's um, all sorts of bits and pieces taking place with that. It is going to be at the Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens Limited Station, which isn't actually that difficult to get to two um and i really would recommend it um it's 75 dollars at the moment and tickets are available on brown papers as we speak um andre white man hopcon conflicts with the uh, unofficial blog gathering indeed um oh. no we, we can we can talk about that um they are they have announced that they are going to be doing uh, not so much um a an enchantment under the stcc this year it's just more of an unofficial gathering um which to me sounds great but it also just seems uh, that if you are a fan of the unofficial blog this is a great way to buy them a drink which means we could actually send several members of the unofficial blog to hospital to have their stomach pumped <laughs> if we really try really hard um if we show that our appreciation uh, but no it's um i'm gonna have to check it's yes two two blog two furious is the name for it and uh, i'm gonna have to dig out where they're uh, actually hosting this year i think i've actually put it onto the uh, i think i've put it into uh, our um yeah the unofficial blog meetup yeah, there you go um it, it's in the off-site calendar it's happening at the mcfadden's restaurant saloon uh, on 7 31 5th uh, it's going to be taking place between 7 and 11 it is a unofficial gathering for friends of the unofficial blog and readers so if you fancy it, um, go for it. Check that out. Uh, we have yet also to find out about Tony Kim's Game of Bloggers event that takes place on the um, preview night. Um, there's also the Eng uh, the UK attendees group meetup, which is what I usually end up going to and having a lot of fun there. Lots of things happening on preview night, of course. So there we go. Right. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about when it comes to that? Um, we do have a couple of forum meetups, but they're pretty much booked at this point. Um, there is a there is a, a wait list going on. Usually, we have room uh, for the Sunday night uh, meetup, which is at um, a restaurant close by the the convention center. It's kind of a pricey place, but it's really nice to have a, a good meal after a long day of cons, a long weekend of cons. So indeed. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up as well, I mean, there's a couple of uh, off-sites that have uh, kind of been announced 
uh, over this week. I think this was actually uh, uh, announced last weekend, which was um, the uh, steam-powered giraffe, uh, San Diego's own um, automaton-based music ensemble uh, are going to be doing a show on the Thursday between uh, 6 and 8 at uh, Centre Theatre uh, on 121 Broadway sorry now um, if you are a fan of the steam powered giraffe um, this will be a lot of fun uh, you're looking at $80 for the VIP tickets but you get to watch the sound check get a goodie bag and all that palaver what I will actually say it's actually quite a distance away it's not close at all. Um, it's, yeah, it's quite a, a trek. Um, you're going to have to be pretty dedicated, I would say, if you are a steam-powered giraffe fan. Um, but if you are, there you go. That's another item on the list that you can go and check out. So there we go. I may go to the unofficial blogs party and then HopCon. Well, I will be doing the UK attendees uh, thing because, well, you know, it's my group, baby. I've got to. Um, <laughs> Sunday night meetup too? I didn't realize that. I thought it was just a Sunday night. Well, there's a Sunday as well, but um, oh, there you whatever. go. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at this. Uh, Game of Bloggers is actually looking for a venue at the moment. Um, Andre White, I have to go to Game of Bloggers since I blog for that site now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you're kind of uh, entitled on that one. Andrew Dickinson quite correctly uh, says as well, there is also a concert taking place uh, throughout uh, San Diego. Tears for Fears are playing. Um, wow. Yes, They're tell me together. about it. <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> Corgi Commander, you can see the UK people 359 days out of the year. <laughs> nice stop one, trying to Stop trying to talk me out of it, man. Um <laughs> No, Tears for Fears are playing. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's, there's, there's someone else supporting that concert as well, um, which um, looks it's like Hall a lot of fun. Hall and Oaks. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more for Tears for Fears. Come on. What is this, a blast from the 80s? Or did I get my generations wrong? Is it the 90s? It, more 80s. Okay, more sorry. 80s. It's more 80s. But there we go. Okay. Um, other events that have been announced as well. Uh, Doug Loves Movies on the Thursday, uh, which is going to be happening up at the uh, um, American Comedy Co. Um, uh, venue. Uh, Cy, uh, Cy, uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old in San Diego. That's also taking place at American Comedy Co. Um, the Legend of Zelda, which, watch this space, uh, we may be doing another competition with those. Uh, guys, so some tickets may be up for grabs for that as well. Uh, tickets are currently on sale as well for Heroes Brewfest, uh, although the uh, 50 ticket limit has gone now for the VIP upgrade. Uh, so uh, it's just uh, uh, standard tickets available for that. Oh, Tis for Fears are the support. What? Tis for Fears are much better than Hall & Oates. Come on. <laughs> what? You're dating yourself. Be careful. I don't, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Change. Great. Oh, I was playing some Tears for Fears last night. Love it. But anyway, there we go. 
Okay, uh, plenty of things uh, being announced. Do check out the offsite calendar on the uh, on the website and also uh, on the forum as well because they are starting to uh, put stuff together for the offsite stuff there as well. So there we go. Any updates on the Nerdist podcast, Baker Street Babes, and Doctor Who meetups? I've yet to hear back from the Baker Street Babes. I have tried reaching out to them. The Doctor Who meetups, I'm not too sure is actually going to be happening this year purely because they did get completely mowed out last time. Um, last year, they did. They got um, the venue did get incredibly rammed, and I think they did get uh, a bit of a rap on the knuckles. Uh, but I do know they're wanting to organize it. They just need to organize it for a bigger venue. Uh, the Nerdist podcast, nothing yet, uh, and I don't think we'll hear about that until middle of June, because um, uh, we'll be looking at um, uh, the guests that they announce. It's all down to talent that's going to be showing up in town as well, of course. Uh, so events like that, and it's, it's like Nerd HQ. Uh, it's very difficult to tell you who's going to be appearing at Nerd HQ because it's all down to who's invited to San Diego Comic-Con to take part in panels. So uh, do watch that space. Nerdist haven't booked the Balboa. Um, I'm thinking that perhaps um, Chris may be wanting to spend a little bit, more, little bit more time with his missus now. Who knows? He may not want to be doing the running around like he did last year. Um, the Avalanche of exclusives should be starting any minute now, as indeed. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you're absolutely right. It's we're getting it, it's going to happen and it's going to happen hard and it's going to happen fast. So there we go. Right. Um, I think we'll move on uh, unless there's anything else anyone wants to talk about. Sounds good to me. No. OK, let's talk about yesterday. Uh, hopefully you did take part in free comic book day, because quite frankly, if you are a comic book fan and you didn't take part, you're a bad comic book fan. Isn't that right, Alyssa? I'm a bad comic book fan. <laughs> I will fully admit it. I stayed home and reworked my web website. But I have an hour and a half drive to go to, to my local comic book store. So I Fair stand enough. a little bit, you know, I have a little bit of understanding. Fair enough. Um, I, um, I did take part in uh, Free Comic Book Day. I uh, got into uh, Leeds around half past seven in the morning. Had uh, <laughs> something to eat at some... Um, fast food hostelry who shall remain nameless um and yeah we hit the stores hard uh we went to first traveling man at the bottom end of town then up to okay comics which is my personal uh, preference of choice when it comes to my comic book store and um yeah and then we went to forbidden planet where we just looked at pop funkos and a very badly organized free comic book day so there you go lots of fun um Admittedly, uh, we do things slightly different here in the UK when it comes to Free Comic Book Day. Uh, as far as I'm aware, when it comes to the US and the way you do it, uh, because I understand there's limits to how many books you can get, um, which is why you, people do end up doing tours around stores just to kind of get uh, as many as they possibly can, uh, or there's ticketing or whatever. In the UK, or certainly for the stores in Leeds, it's grab what you can. It's it's just just grab what you like and lots of it. Um, so we I basically did indulge and I, I got my fair share of comics. Um, I do want to count down my top five of the ones that um, uh, did come out. Um, but I do want to just make a couple of honorary mentions. Number one, Wonder Woman kicks ass. Check it out. Number two, 
Valerian. If anything, because of the film that's coming out, because the free comic book day is actually it's actually a reprint of the original Mobius comic. So that is, uh, if you've not checked out the original Valerian, it's the main reason why I'm interested in the film because the original book kicks ass. So there we go. Um, those are my five there, so I'll come back to that. But the other one that I wanted to do as my honorary mention, SpongeBob SquarePants. If anything, for this panel right here, let me just hold this up. This is, um, where is everybody? They're at No Charge Funny Book Day. <laughs> okay, what is No Charge Funny Book Day? Why? It's the day that all the graphic, oh, wait, I, I'm going to have to read this out. The graphic literature shops provide gratis samples of their wares in a pathetic effort to bolster an industry which has spent the last two decades in a death spiral brought on by a lethal interaction between the lack of variety and a monopolistic distribution system. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call shade. Definitely commentary on the industry. Nice. Love Very it. good. Love it. <laughs> Okay, really quickly then. So let's do my top five um, in no preferential order. Okay, I'll start with uh, the Incal, which is uh, John Roski's and Mobius book, another uh, Mobius um, showing when it comes to free comic book day. If anything, because it's Mobius, the man is just stunning. Um, if just even if you just kind of been raised on a diet of DC marvel um if you want to go a little bit more european if you want to try a different flavor of comics anything by mobius is amazing but the incal is incredible um cracking book um which i would heartily recommend star trek the next generation nice. which is a mirror broken story uh, which is based around the character of barclay um and it is basically the mirror mirror universe to the uh, uh, to the the Star Trek Generation uh, universe. I will say the artwork, which is all painted, is just absolutely glorious. Um, I'm just, just checking out because it, I mean the art, the artwork's been done by uh, J.K. Woodward. Woodward, um, and it it's just absolutely beautiful. He's actually from my hometown here in New Hampshire and he did um, he did a number of signings in in the area in support of um, some women's women's uh, centers and uh, yeah. nobody knows what who they don't know what to make of him because he comes in when he was doing this he came in with a mohawk and in my small town people are kind of going what <laughs> so it was it was real fun I've got a, a number of his earlier prints just, I mean, just absolutely incredible. If I can just, I mean, but what I what I actually say is, it it reminds me of Alex Ross. You know that kind of like really fine art painting style, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Um, Doctor Who. Um, I didn't get the. There was a, another cover for the Doctor Who uh, issue, but uh, great artwork again, featuring Doctor Who in the bill. Um, and uh, yeah, just. Brilliant artwork, great story. Uh, I actually know the guy that um, wrote this as well, which was uh, Alex Packendale. Great stuff. And uh, you've got a, a whole range of different art styles as well throughout the entire book. Everything from really out-and-out -out 
um, children's or young all ages comic to um, full paint rendering and uh, it's just a great book um, fantastic freebie um, another Brit uh, publication I do apologize but uh, 2000 AD um, if anything because my god they've really gone all out on this issue um, same drill it's an anthology just like 2008 so lots of little uh, future shock stories there's a slain story in there uh, you've got your um, full judge dread in there as well but it's a it's a really mighty book um, for a free publication it's it's insane just how good quality it is I mean you've got um, people like Pat Mills uh, from 2008 well all, all of them which are the uh, 2008 mainstays in there uh, Dan Abnett uh, Phil Winslade in there Excellent stuff. I really would recommend that. Now, I did say that these were not in any kind of order. There is a front and center winner, however, which is this bad boy. Oh, nice. This which is, is Mr. Scotty Young, of course, uh, doing I Hate Image. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a, uh, it's a, a out-of-canon story for I Hate Fairyland. But what he's done is he's saying that Gert, uh, if you don't know what um, I Hate Fairyland is, basically Gert is a eight-year-old girl, girl who wished that she could go to Fairyland and did and stayed there for 20 years going slightly insane and psychopathic. Uh, she's a nasty piece of work and it's fun to watch her rampage through this fluffy bunny land. Um, she has been informed that there is a group of people called the Directors uh that can help her in her efforts to escape from fairyland um and in doing so she then goes through a bunch of um variations of image comics characters and worlds so for example you do have a whole bunch of image comics characters which she meets and encounters um i mean i think my personal favorite uh, let's see um, she happens to go to a nightclub yeah. called Club Wickdiv. Uh, so you've got Wiccan Divine represented, and um, it's incredibly um, sharp. I can imagine there had to be a couple of emails and conversations with creators on the image roster before he did this, because otherwise, he really gives them the boot, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Uh, there is a, um, he, it all goes black and white as they go through Walking Dead land. Um, it's just so much fun. This is the funnest one out of the bunch. It is just a lot of, a, a big giggle. Uh, like Deadpool kills Marvel Universe. Yeah, 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 I'd go along with that. But um, it's a little bit more inside baseball than that. It really, I mean, for example, Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillen show up in this. Um, very, 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 very good book. I re really recommend that. So there you go. Those are my top five out of the ones. Um, speaking, speaking of uh, comics, if um, if people didn't get a chance to watch the documentary on the History Channel, um, superheroes decoded. I think it was on the History Channel. Yes, um, I do recommend seeing that. It is not like other documentaries, and it really what it what it does, and like what you were talking about, Leonard, is it really puts the comics in context of what was happening around them. I and really I, want to see this thing. 
I yeah. really want to see this thing. But it, it, one of the things it doesn't go on about is um, the comics code being uh, revoked with the Spider-Man and the um, uh, the Green Lantern uh, series in the 60s, which I thought was, was a, a bad thing. They didn't talk about that. But the comics, and I think that the point that you're making with the comics that you um, illustrated and pointed out to us are the ones that talk about what's happening in real life. Yeah. And that's what this documentary does too. And that's what that I hate image book does. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's, speaking of reflecting on real life or controversies and stuff is, I think I will touch very quickly on this thing uh, that um, uh, made it a uh, part of the free comic book day. Um, I also did while I was um, at uh, my comic book shop, I did ask also buy my books for the last three weeks, including uh, Secret Empire issue one, which people um, have had numerous of uh, thoughts on. But uh, this particular issue, the free comic book day uh, issue, uh, basically covers the section which isn't covered in the Secret Empire section, which is the, the first onslaught. Uh, the actual book, uh, Secret Empire, starts kind of like in the aftermath of the, the storyline. This pretty much covers the battle, as it were. Um, yes, there are some things in here which, if you are still um, quite sensitive about the whole business of Captain America turning to the dark side, um, this would not help. I saw a tweet um, earlier on this morning, uh, GMT, so afternoon uh, North American time, where basically several people were grabbing copies of this with the express intention of burning them. Here's my comment on that. If you burn a comic book because of what's written inside of it, you're an idiot. It's a simple... Was it commenting on, since I haven't read it, nor have I been really involved with Free Comic Book Day, has it, what is it talking about that, that upsets people? Is it just the Captain America story? Or? Pretty much. Huh. Pretty much. Um, about, the, it, because the way that they're retconning this, um, it really is a case of Hydra isn't bad anymore, it just needed to be marketed better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and when you've got a character that was created by two Jewish comic creators with the intention of punching Nazis in the face, to have him embrace the um, the doctrine of um, Hydra and do it in a manner. Um, and no, I was I was actually going I was going to show the final panel, which kind of really no does. no no spoilers. Yeah, yeah um, it's. It's powerful stuff, I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the other thing that people really did get wound up about uh, with it as well is the business of the, because uh, like I say, the first issue of um, Secret Empire uh, is with Hydra in place, um, Captain America is, and it is, uh, America is now under a Hydra controlled government. And it's doing, and it's doing a really good job of stuff. And it's doing it under the yoke of control, and the relaxing of freedoms. Doesn't this sound awfully familiar? Um, it's definitely a political statement, and that's why I'm sticking with the story. I'm sticking with Nick Spencer. I've got his back because I think there's stuff to say here. Um, but people buying or people grabbing copies of the free comic book day comic 
just to burn it is mindless to me absolutely ridiculous also especially when you've also got a really good chip zaki spider-man story in the back i don't get it but there we go that's that was my take on it all i would say if you did do a free comic book day yesterday i hope you got all the books that you were after i think i was only shy of a couple um i didn't get the tick curses um there are a couple i missed out on um but i got the ones i wanted um and uh no I, I will say this year um the quality of the books have been stunning um the they've really thrown a great talent at these books and they're not fillers it's it's full-on um i will say the numbers were down on last year but i am wondering if that's a secret empire um a so like a a tiredness with the com uh, with whole comics i don't know i don't know why the numbers were down on last year so very very weird um andre white who admits to burning comics go to englishman sdcc uh go back about six hours worth of tweets you'll find it there <laughs> what a and the thing is it's the fact that all the replies to his tweet were positive saying you're a hero for doing this guys burning literature is not traditionally a good move read bradbury, um, <laughs> read, read bradbury. <laughs> um, just... real life history um yeah. ridiculous okay so moving on <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> if i may i just a, a, a call out to that that documentary by the history channel again if if people haven't watched that his superheroes decoded a lot of great interviews in that um it and and like i said earlier it uh it just kind of shed a light onto why the comics developed the way they did um we're seeing a lot of season finales this week a lot um We've got Big Bang Theory, Last Man on Earth, Blackish, and Riverdale are all wrapping up their seasons. Um, so Thursday night's going to be interesting because it's got Big Bang Theory and uh, there's one in Riverdale. Both those finales are both happening then. The only new stuff that's happening this week is Annie on Net on Netflix. It's uh, Anne of the Green Gables kind of thing. So if you've got any young, you know, Young girls, they might want to watch it, or I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. I never have been. But um, there's also got the second season of Netflix, Master of None, which um, is happening tonight, uh, which is happening next Friday, too. Also, American Gods. Did you happen to watch this on Stars? <laughs> not on stars no uh, it's available on amazon okay. it's yeah it's available on amazon prime here in the uk um i watched the first episode and i'm not entirely taken with it i can understand why i am, uh, i've heard that neil gaiman wasn't entirely sold on the first episode i can kind of understand why it looks amazing the product uh, pr production uh, looks incredible, but I don't think it quite sticks the landing. Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna. I am gonna stick with it, but it's it's a bit of a slow burn. Oh, uh, one of, 
I read a variety uh, review of it, um, a spoiler, you know, light spoiler review, because I have not seen it yet. I don't get stars. Um, I do plan on watching it eventually. They said that the first four episodes are pretty slow. And, um, you know, the people that stick with it are the people who know how good Gaiman is in his storytelling. Apparently, there is a big payoff. So from what I'm hearing, you got you to invest the time in it to... Yeah. to to see it. Um, we are doing some um, seri uh, recaps on it on the forum, on the blog also. And so um, there was a couple of uh, uh, chats or people were talking in the chat box mm -hmm. uh, the, about the Batman and Bill um, documentary that Hulu is also doing. Um, that in conjunction with The Handmaid's Tale and uh, sounds you know, really, really, I, I've talked about The Handmaid's Tale and Batman and Bill quite a bit before, but those are definitely worth watching also. Um, let's see, we've got Network Upfront presentations are going to be held mid-May, um, which will we'll be getting a lot bigger idea, a lot better idea about the renewals and cancellations. So stay tuned and keep your eyes out because that's where we're going to start seeing those. There was a big cancellation this week, and I'm trying to remember what it, what it was because I never saw the show. Um, I think it was, uh, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are just really excited at the fact that uh, the WGA managed to, my God, last minute. If not last minute, I think it was like an hour and a half after the actual deadline. Emerald City, thank you very much, need to Graham Small on that. Yeah, it, Emerald City has been cancelled after one season. Uh, people, which is weird because, uh, from what I heard, the, the people enjoyed the show. Uh, I think it's just down to numbers. I think there's there's been so many takes on the Wizard of Oz legend. I think there's so much good television out there at the moment. Something had to give. Um, and obviously that's the one that did pitch also um did i think that's the same drill uh, but I, I think with pitch it was more pure numbers there wasn't enough people watching that show um certainly when the shows were that show was airing it barely made a blip on social media people weren't getting engaged with that show emerald city michael p saying it was an expensive show but mm -hmm. understandable so that's pitch, another reason i liked pitch but it appealed to more of the the girl overcoming odds uh, in me um, and, and not so much. I think it was a little fluffy and not quite enough baseball. Um, so I think that's, that was the problem with pitch that it, that it really didn't, you know, speak to us. So. Yeah. Um, well, same drill with, um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been a couple, a couple of comments here, which uh, in terms of uh, with, um, American Gods, for example, uh, Graham Small saying, I think part of the reason is that Legion came first and you can't help but compare the two series. Yeah, um, I think American Gods was expected to do better purely because of the Neil Gaiman connection. Um, people were kind of expecting more, perhaps, of the show. Mm -hmm. um, I just found it a little bit bogged down. Um, and I, I think it... I'm, I'm just looking, I'm hoping that there's going to be more to it uh, when uh, the next episode rolls around, which I believe is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I, and averting the WGA, the Writers um, Guild of America strike was huge. Um, I, would think, I was just 
I was very happy to hear that news. Apparently, 74% of the writers voted to uh, strike, and that probably gave pressure to the studios to make a compromise. I think I think that I think they saw all that money vanishing last year. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the last strike. Sorry, mm -hmm. um, and just realized that this would actually hurt them more because it's not just about internet residuals; it's about a general pay across the board the the amount of money that would be lost would be insane um yeah i think it's it was one of those awkward things um sarita p has asked about something could you actually send me sarita uh, the screen cap because i can't seem to find it because it's something that i may have to retweet when i find the actual uh, information myself but yes yeah, sarita spotted that um alex ross uh, or the Alice Ross uh, Twitter account uh, tweeted out an image of the SDCC exclusive for this year and instantly deleted it. Uh, obviously, there was a, a slight um, eagerness by somebody. Uh, so um, uh, we'd, I'd have to try and track that down so at least we can all have a look at it. Uh, Park Connections, uh, Game of Thrones doing four spin-offs. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah all right let's see if we can get the books finished first um <laughs> yes which, which by the way the, the other put the other the the comment that was made this morning was he doesn't have to finish the books he could in fact just not finish books and let the series do what it wants to do mm. so uh yeah I, um, back to that documentary sorry um uh, <laughs> I You're obsessed, woman. You're obsessed. J.R. Martin. He was on. He was one of the people that they had uh, on the on the dock, and it, he was speaking about what it was like to go to comic conventions in the you know in the seventies, in the early early seventies in New York City, because apparently he grew up in um, uh, Jersey, someplace Bayonne, Jersey, I think. Uh, so he went into the into the city to you know go meet his heroes for the first time, and that's how different this documentary is. Okay, moving along, are we are we wrapping up now? <laughs> I think we are pretty much wrapping up. Um, Sarita, if you could send that to me, I will actually put that up on my Twitter, uh, which you can find Englishman SDCC, of course, and uh, uh, we'll try and find more because the I remember the screen cap is actually kind of like just the preview image of the actual uh, Alex Ross section which obviously you would then click on to expand the image however um it was uh, um yes deleted rather sharpish so uh no, 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 look at that um alex ross follows sdcc fit on twitter by all accounts that's a name drop and a half there Aaron. well done uh, <laughs> congratulations um so yeah uh, you can of course find me on my various social medias and of course you can check out uh uh an Englishman in San Diego dot uh, com for the competition competition uh, to win uh, tickets to Game of Thrones the musical. Do keep an eye on as well for the next couple of weeks. We are going to be organising the competition to win tickets for the Zelda Symphony con uh, concert as well. Where can people find you, Alyssa? Um, on at f uh, friends of CCI for my Twitter account and friends of CCI dot com for the form. Actually, just friends of Comic Con, Excellent. friends of CC. Okay, I'll get it right the third time. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
As always, uh, we hope you can join us next week. Uh, of course, we will be keeping a close eye on all the announcements that take place over the next seven days. Next week, we'll be having not one, but two uh, live reports from conventions. We've got ourselves Comic Palooza, uh, where we've got uh, Michael P, who's going to be uh, beaming in, uh, giving his report on that. Uh, we've also got a, a report and an interview that's going to be taking place at Sue. Per con, which takes place at Sioux Falls. Um, it's uh, sounding like a really cute, well, cute, I don't want to sound patronizing. It sounds like a small, intimate uh, convention. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I would also like to thank everybody for bearing with us while we only do a 60 minute show. <laughs> apologize for that. Um, we'll try harder next time. Uh, as we get closer to San Diego Comic Con, the three to four hour shows will be the standard. So just to let you know how that's, uh, how that's going to go. It was only, it was like two hours. That's all it was. There was a lot of stuff going on last year, last week. Moving on. Moving on. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> Everybody have yourself the rest of a great week. Um, of course, we'll be talking about, uh, I think it's going to be the final announcement of um, guests as well for San Diego Comic-Con uh, tomorrow. So fingers crossed that's all done and dusted as well. Do take care. We'll see you next Sunday. From us to you. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye.